It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas of Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely magical, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for one amazing show today, as I have with me my incredible monthly returning diva, Deb Matlock, and her and I are going to chat about wild rhythms and the past 20 years. So, oh my, will this ever be a fun show? So, Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on again. As Joyce said, I am Deb Matlock. I'm coming to you from Colorado in the U.S., and I have a small business uh, named Wild Rhythms that focuses on the deep and sacred connection between humans, earth, animals, and the world of spirit, and I do that through trainings for professionals and practitioners who want to bring this um, kind of work to their own clients, as well as community workshops and retreats. So I'm really excited to be here chatting today. Oh, Oh, I love it. That deep sacred connection, oh, between all of it. What and that's just how the web gets spun is with that deep sacred connect, connection. I just love it. Well, and I love the name Wild Rhythms. I've always loved that. Earth, animals and spirit as your website says. And you are celebrating twenty years of Wild Rhythms. So happy birthday to Wild Rhythms. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. You know, I I really honestly can't believe that. When I I look back at the 20 years, it feels like a lot has happened, and it also feels like a blur, and it feels like everything got started just yesterday. I kind of all mixed up at once. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can only imagine, because my first question would be, what inspired you to do Wild Rhythms 20 years ago? Yeah, I I love that question, and, and there's a a few different answers to that. The first one is that I was a dancer and also a nature lover. I grew up in the Rocky Mountains, hiking and camping, and you know our family vacations were to put up a tent <laughs> and go hang out for a, a bunch of days. You know, we weren't the the go to Hawaii type family at all, and so I kind of grew up with this love of the Rocky Mountains and the landscape, and at the same time. I was a dancer. I loved ballet, tap, jazz, modern, especially ballet, tap, and jazz. And I just kept thinking, but, you know, every movement that we make as humans comes from the natural world, and the ancient roots of dance were from basically nature connection. And also everything in the the wild natural world to me seems like a dance, all the rhythms, all the patterns, all the movements, all the sounds. It's just like this amazing choreographic dance that we are all a part of every moment of our lives and so all of that together is is 
you know, my body of work that I started to, to create and that I was doing research on in graduate school and all of those things were relating to the rhythmic connection between people and nature and, and how the question was, how is life a dance? That was the starting question for me. And then the other piece that I really wanted was a container for work that, you know, that could be creative, that could focus on the spiritual connections and, you know, um, some of the arts-based work and things. At the time that I started Wild Rhythms, I was working quite a lot with other organizations, which I still do and I really love to do. But the one thing I found was when I did that, I was getting hired to do a specific thing and, and work towards a specific organizational mission, which is great. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just wanted a place where I could I could get really creative and, and do the work that I felt like was coming and landing in my heart. And um, I, I tend to feel like that work sort of, it isn't my work. It's work that just comes to me and I'm supposed to share it, you know. And so I wanted a place to do it. And that was where I thought, oh, I better learn how to run a business then. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love what you said comes from your heart. Because that's, to me, that's where the success lies, is when it comes from your heart. And Wild Rhythms came from your heart 20 years ago because you wanted to, like you said, how is life a dance? And I, I just, that just resonated so much because as you and I were just talking about the birds, I was telling you how beautiful it is here today and the birds are like their their music is a dance. You can dance to their music, and I just love that. And the geese, they're doing a dance in the sky to me. And when the trees are moving in the wind, it's it's they have told me we're doing a dance up in our branches. And I'm like, oh, this is just so beautiful. It's just such a beautiful web. So, oh, I just I love how you said all of that. It just all brought it all together from the heart. Yeah, and I, I think that's something that's been interesting to me um, over 20 years with Wild Rhythms is that it kind of feels like its own being. <laughs> you know, sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like I'm sort of running the show and other times I'm running to catch up. <laughs> and, you know, um, but but all of it to me feels like that. It's it's that wild nature connection and the wild connection to to our sense of spirit and how we how we move through the world and, and all of that as I've grown as a, as a person and as I've worked with clients and, and learned more from them and as I've explored more wildness in the world around me and in myself, you know, the, the, the work has just continued to, to morph. And, and there really are times that I feel like um, it's its own being and I'm just sort of stewarding it at this time. <laughs> you know, I definitely don't always feel like I'm running the show because a lot of it is response. What is the earth? showing me what are the clients asking for you know what's happening in the world um mm-hmm. you know it's it sort of is a, a call and response which is also part of that wild that wild dance you know the birds calling with each other and the you know the animals i mean i just think it's all it all just sort of forms the same way it doesn't really feel like a different thing to me that might have been confusing what i just said but it it was just sort of coming out of my mouth at that way so <laughs> no i i totally resonate with that because that's that's exactly how it is it's just like you said you feel like you're just kind of a steward over it all and it's just all coming together in the wild rhythms of all of the nature and all of the beauty that is around and it's it even brought to mind my little kitties this morning because they were just dancing around they were just playing and having so much fun out in the sunshine and just just loving it so and it's just 
all of that coming together and just taking the moment and seeing it and seeing that beauty, that beautiful web that that all creates, how they all how they all enjoy it so much. The sun, when it's shining so bright, it's like the animals are just, they're excited too. I, the kitties are just so much different when it's so sunny outside because they're just like they're dancing in the sun. And it's just so beautiful that it, I'm just like, I just kind of stand back and watch, watch the rhythm that they're doing. <laughs> yes, and, and I think that that's, that's a piece of, of it too is, is we can learn from their their expression of that. Um, you know, I know similarly on, on really cloudy days, my dogs will, will sleep more and they'll just be a little bit more chilled out. And I'm feeling that in my body too, right? And But yet I'm thinking, well, but I need to be doing this or that or I've got to go and run and do this errand. And, and um, you know, when I think of, of wild rhythms, you know, not just my business but the, the phrase, I, I feel like, you know, that's the question that I'm I'm always grappling with myself is how do I how do I live into as many of my own wild rhythms as possible? You know, knowing that life is we've got obligations and we've got responsibilities and you know our a kid's soccer practice isn't going to stop because it's a cloudy day. You know, the cows aren't going to feed themselves because it's cold. You know, but it's like <laughs> what what can we do to integrate some of our own wild rhythms and and allow those to actually be part of our lives and and honor them and know that it's it's a big part of, I think, not only our connection to wildness, but I, I can speak for myself here. It's also my connection to my sense of spirituality is honoring the way that I am here on this earth and how I connect around me and what that what that asks of me. Sometimes it means it's dark and it's 6 o'clock at night and I'm getting tired, you know, and I, I mean, if it was July at 6 o'clock, the evening would just be getting started. In December at 6 o'clock, my body is, is, is shutting down systems and getting ready for bed, you know, and, and how do we honor those rhythms? And that's a question that has propelled me and, and my work, and I think it will until my very last breath, because I don't think there's an answer to some questions. I think some questions are, are meant to be lived, you know, and just guiding us mm-hmm. as we go. Oh, oh, I love that, honor the rhythms, because that is brought to my mind, too, in December at 6 o'clock, yes, it's dark, and I'm I'm normally still out feeding my horses and doing doing stuff with them. And I look up in the sky and I'll see all these stars. And it's just like, oh, wow. Just take that moment and enjoy the dance that the stars are doing. And it, it can be just as beautiful then, even though my body's saying, oh, yeah. And it's like I get revived. It's a new energy that comes into me just from honoring that rhythm in the darkness of the the stars and the beauty that is around in that. So there's there's so many ways to honor the rhythms and even on the cloudy days, yes, the animals still need fed and yes, you still need to take care of them, but just look around and start to see the beauty that you can find and the rhythm of how that is all coming together. Maybe it's the clouds in the sky on how they're moving on a cloudy day and there might be just a break where there's a glimpse of sun or a bright ray that comes through and just enjoying all of those rhythms that keep us all intertwined in that web together is how I always like to look at it. Yeah, and and I think one of my favorite things about the idea of our, you know, exploring our wild and natural rhythms is is that 
Well, we, we have some, some potential similarities. You know, like we're if we're living in the same place and the weather's doing the same thing, we might feel similar <clears throat> things potentially. But what I've learned, and, and one of the things I've learned in 20 years of, of this business, is that nature connection is a very personal thing. It's just like spirituality and religion. I mean, there may be, you know, people may be going to the same church and have some similar beliefs, but at the core of it, each person is having their own experience, their own engagement, you know, with it. And I think that um, nature connection is the same way. And, you know, people um, may have a similar interest, like let's say, for example, bird watchers, and you go to a bird watching program and people are interested in birds and seeing birds, but they're at the core essence level, they may each be having a very unique experience with the the process or specific birds or the time of year or all of those things. And this is one of the reasons why um, I get very passionate. I mean, some might even call it a soapbox <laughs> of, <laughs> of nature connection work can't be standardized. There's not one way. There's not a best activity or a best way to do a hike or um, because every individual is going to come with their own unique their own unique part of the dance, you know, their own unique piece of the choreography. And the minute that we start telling people how it's supposed to look or what nature connection actually means or, um, you know, it's like we start forcing a choreography that maybe isn't their step, it's not their dance step, it's not their part of the bigger web. And so one thing I really love is, is how do we dig into it and, and figure out the unique ways that we all find our connections and we all find meaning and we all find our sense of potentially sacredness. Oh, oh yes. I so agree, and I love that, the unique part of the dance. Because each one has a different way that they connect to that. To me, there's there's no right, there's no wrong. I can share my personal experience, how I do it, and another person does it in a totally different way, and that is just beautiful. It is the way their heart connects to the nature and the sacredness and the wild rhythms of the animals and everything around them. So, oh, yes, I totally agree. It is totally a personal experience. And each one, I feel, has to find it in their own way. Yes, they can they can listen to different ones and take different workshops to maybe start them on that journey, but each one will have their own unique experience and they'll share the unique part of their dance so oh that was beautifully said i love that deb <laughs> yeah and then i think what you just said there is, is when i get excited about nature connection work like you said you know take a workshop to possibly you know help them along their journey or start them on their journey um i've met with a lot of people over the years that that is what they need. They need that first container, if you will, that safe space, that that maybe small group of people or you know, they might just feel like, okay, I have this yearning in my heart to, to want to be able to, to connect more or to go feel comfortable hiking or to find more nature inspiration for my artwork or whatever it is. You know, but then standing there going, how do I, how do I really move that forward? And I think that that's a rich place where there can be, you know, workshops I and mean, going to local nature centers to natural history programs wherever people live is a great, you know, just getting getting the, the juices flowing or, or um, you know, taking a, like a, a painting shop at the local art center, you know, painting class at the local art center that focuses on trees. You know, I mean, people are going to walk out of a workshop like that looking at trees differently, even if they never paint again, you know. And, right. um, you know, so I think that sometimes those things can give the little seeds. 
and and can support people on the way. And then the journey unfolds in all these magical different ways for each one of us. And I, I just I love that. I love hearing stories about that from people. You know, what is it that is really exciting them, and and how are they how are they able to integrate that into their life? Oh, oh yes, definitely. Well, that's that's I think like you said, planting the seeds inside of them on how to start that journey and find the magic in the sacred connections with the nature and the animals and the beauty around them. So yes, oh that is that is just incredible. So and I'm sure over the years that you have done this, you have seen that journey and that magic come through your different clients that have taken that work those workshops to start planting those seeds. So I'm what a rewarding feeling that would be to to just feel that you plant, you help to plant the seeds to start them on their journey. Oh, what a what a great feeling, Deb. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're you're exactly right. I mean, honestly, it's part of what what keeps me going because I I will say in 20 years it hasn't all been like smooth sailing and you know it's um, <laughs> it, definitely there's always rough patches on the entrepreneurial journey and and one of the things that does keep me going is when people say I've never experienced nature this way or I've never thought about the fact that I could communicate with trees or I've never felt like I was part of, of the wild world in this way. Um, you know, and I love working with, with professionals, people who are therapists, life coaches, educators, clergy, people who are interested in creating really unique bodies of nature connection work for their own communities and finding people who, who their own journey, their own magical mystery journey um, is inspiring them to create work for other people. And, and you know, I just feel like every every impulse like that, you know, that whatever work somebody creates, so there's going to be other people who are going to resonate with it. And others who won't, but that's the whole point. That's why it can't be standardized. You know, not everybody is going to go and have the same connection to the same kind of program. So we need all the different ways that we all do this. And then the people who feel called and inclined to share it with others, you know, to have the opportunity to to create the work and share their own unique way of doing it because you know with with so many people on the planet and the planet needing us to fall in love and care and understand you know there's never going to be too much and i've had people say to me well why do you work with practitioners and you're training your competitors and i just have to laugh i'm like i'm not training any competitors (laughs) you know like everybody needs something different and I'm one person I can only work with so many people right like we need as many people doing things as possible related to nature connection and and allowing people to feel that that sense of of belonging and spiritual uh, groundedness in their life on earth because we're here for a finite time and so how can we really dig in and find the beauty and enjoy it and contribute in a positive way while we're here oh oh I love that Deb and i can i can just hear it in your voice i can just feel it through your talking that each workshop you do you're just more more vibrant and more excited because of what you're bringing across even after 20 years it still excites you when you see these people to plant that seed and they start on their journey it it so reminds me of what i go through i've been around cattle all my life Every single time a baby calf is born, I I am just elated. I'm like, oh my goodness, look at that little baby calf! A whole new, another new little body into this world, and how quickly they get up and get going. And it's 
it's never a dull moment with that. I mean, it's just the excitement. And I just feeling it from you in what you are saying about each one of your classes, your workshops, each person you work with, you feel that excitement just like I do when I see a new baby calf being born. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so it just, I have to share that because it just came to my mind when you said that. I'm like, oh, my word, she's as excited as I am after all these years. We still find the joy and excitement in in all of it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, absolutely. And and I and I feel like you know, I feel like part of my job is to stay humble in front of all of it. Like I I feel mm-hmm. like every client, every workshop, every program, I learn something new and and I make sure of that. You know, if I ever go into something and feel like I already know all the answers and I'm going to, you know, let myself walk out unchanged, then I've missed my opportunity, like you're describing, like that beautiful baby calf. Like there's this new life that's never existed exactly like that and never will again. Mm -hmm. You know, that little calf is an individual, a moment in time, which is to me one of the most sacred realities of life on this earth. You know, that um, every single tree that sprouts is is the only tree on the planet that is ever going to be like that in the history of earth. And you know, like I feel like that's how it is with every opportunity to work with with clients or lead programming, is is like there's is never going to be another one exactly like this in the same place and time and space. And even if I do the same workshop on the same location over and over again, it's still very different each day. Each moment is different, and these little moments of sacred connection like that are, um, it, it it's like I feel like I have to stay aware and and humble that at any moment you know, everything could change from what I thought it was going to be because it's all this big yeah. mystery. It's big dance. Yes. Oh, how true that is. And, oh, I just I love how you explained that because that is that is just so true how how it is with with life. You every new person you're you're working with, you're planting that new seed and how it's going to grow. It's so beautiful to know that and how that little calf is going to grow. It's go, it's its own individual little calf. It's going to be totally different than everyone that's around them. And it's the same same on this journey with the connection of wild rhythms and honoring those rhythms. It's a whole new experience and a whole new journey and a different journey for each and every one. Oh, oh Deb, this is just just beautiful. It just brings it's so much all of us can relate to a part of our life that is like this. It is all a journey of honoring the rhythms in our life and honoring those wild rhythms that we feel inside of us and starting those seeds and getting into that dance of life. Oh, how beautiful he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I feel like... Um... I feel like I will go to the end of my life still learning mm-hmm. about all of this work, mm-hmm. still learning about all of this mystery, this dance. You know, and even though I've spent so much time focusing on it and asking that question, how is life a dance, I still feel like I, I'm barely scratching the surface of really understanding that. And I think it's a personal meaning search. I don't think anybody's definition or understanding of it is going to look like anybody else's, right? So um, I just I love that it excites me. It feels like a... A kind of a cool like uh, guiding line to take through life, you know, and to continue asking questions around. Yes. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, 
as we have talked so much about this dance of life with the wild rhythms, how would you give some advice to our listeners that they can start to maybe reflect back over over the past few years and see how they have progressed in this dance of life? Yeah, you know, since we're talking about the 20th anniversary of, of the business wild rhythms, it could be kind of fun for a, us all to just sort of stop and say, okay, in the last 20 years, you know, where are the places I've lived? Maybe we've lived in one place. Maybe we've lived in a bunch of places, you know. And in those places, where, what wild beings do I remember? You know, maybe we once lived in an apartment where there was a, a bird that would visit the, the windowsill, and, you know, we haven't thought about that bird in, in decades or something. You know, so, so starting with, uh, like, reflecting back on all the places and then reflecting back on, on the beings that were present in those places, and then maybe reflecting, you know, through the years of just how does our sense of connection to the natural world feel today compared to 20 years ago? You know, it may feel like a, a lot deeper, a lot more conscious and developed, and it may feel like something that that has been sort of backburnered. You know, maybe we've got just a whole lot on our plates, and it just we can't remember the last time we walked outside and, and took a deep breath and looked at the sky. You know, and just reflecting on that, you know, it's not a, a judgment reflection. It's more of a kind of taking stock and, and then asking ourselves, okay, so what do I want it to look like in the next 20 years? You know, do I feel like oh. it's something I want to re-explore and maybe I start with something small, like I do go outside once a day and look at the sky for 30 seconds and then go back in. You know, um, mm-hmm. maybe it's maybe it's that we feel like we're in a really great place right now and we want to continue to deepen that. You know, but I think sometimes just stopping and saying, you know, I've been in this lifelong relationship with nature as a part of nature since the moment we all took our first breath, right? And so like all of our relationships, you know, giving it a little tending once in a while can, can really deepen and, and and expand it. Oh, oh yes. Oh, I loved all of that. That is a great way for our listeners to kind of reflect back and you gave them some ideas to think. You planted some seeds for them to reflect back over the last 20 years. Oh, how beautiful. I loved it, Deb. Well, and you have, to celebrate your 20 years, you have a workshop coming up. Would you please share with our listeners about a little bit about the workshop and how they can connect with you to uh, get involved with that if they would like? Absolutely, yeah. I'm offering a workshop on Sunday, December 17th, 2023, and it's in the evening. It's a virtual workshop on Zoom, about an hour and a half, and what we're going to do is a deeper dive into that, reflecting on our own 20 years. It's a celebration workshop for 20 years in Wild Rhythms. It's it's no cost. Um, just a kind of a thank you to folks who are interested in this work and have been part of my community. And we're going to reflect back on the 20 years of our own nature journeys with some journal questions. And, and then we're going to wrap it up with some um, loose planning for potentially solstice ceremony or some other kind of seasonal ceremony if somebody's inspired to to create a little space for themselves and amongst the holiday hullabaloo and, and all the other things that can go on, you know, carving out a little space just for for each of us and our, our connection with wild nature and wild spirit this time of year, even if it's for 20 minutes and we go back into the, you know, the, the fray of it all. <laughs> but um, but if people are interested, you're certainly welcome to. It's posted on my social media, Wild Rhythms. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. 
Um, you're also welcome to reach out to me uh, through my website. There's a contact form, uh, wild-rhythms.com, and just let me know you're interested, and I can get you the registration link and get you all hooked up if you'd like to join. Oh, oh, how fantastic. Oh, what a what a beautiful gift to give to our listeners for your 20 years of Wild Rhythm and to help them reflect back and do a deeper dive on their past 20 years. Oh, that is beautiful. I love that, Deb. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And thank you so much for sharing all the golden nuggets that you gave our listeners today on the Wild Rhythms and your 20-year birthday for the Wild Rhythms. And, oh, it's just beautiful. You gave so many beautiful golden nuggets. I just want to thank you so much, Deb, and wish you a very, very magical rest of your week. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me on your lovely show. I really, really love to come in and chat. Oh, and I love every moment of it. And With that, I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing show with our absolutely incredible diva, Deb Matlock. And she will be back next month to share more golden nuggets in 2024 on everything that she is doing and the beauty that she brings to this world. She is a true diva. She is working to make the world a better place. And be sure and check out all of the other shows and their all the other shows with the host on DivasThatCare.com. Please share this show with all your family and friends. And remember some of the golden nuggets that Deb left with us. Be that unique part of the dance. And each one has their own journey in their own magical way. And how do I live into my own wild rhythm? Oh, how beautiful. And then remember her workshop to help you to start living in to the, your own magical journey. And with that, I want to wish everyone a very magical, magical day. Remember, be kind to all. And one more item I want to bring to everyone's attention is Candace Gish, the founder of Divas That Care, has a podcast journal that is a great book to keep track of all these wonderful podcasts that you listen to. You can find it on Amazon and Absolute Love Publishing. What a great gift to yourself and to others. And with that, remember, give your animals a great big hug and share all your love with them because they so deserve it. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.